You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, Rifters. This is Rifts and Rules, the 5e D&D podcast, where we go through the many 5e books and talk about various rules and enhance your gameplay experience. I'm Nathan, the Dungeon Master of Riftwake. And I'm Remy, a player on Riftwake and a Dungeon Master myself. And today we're here to talk to you about D&D Modern. Nathan, what is D&D Modern? It's like D&D, but modern. <laughs> it's, it's set in the modern day, right? Right. Pretty much, yeah. So before I do talk about the fifth edition version, though, I am going to rewind time a little bit. So Nathan, do right. you know any of the history of D&D Modern? That makes no sense. It's modern. Why is there a history? Um, I have no idea. Okay. So Wizards of the Coast actually did, back in third edition days, print a D20 modern book. So it uses the third edition rules, and there is a book. So if you do want to do this, that's a pretty accessible well i don't know how accessible it is nowadays but it's a thing that exists that you can absolutely look into if you are interested in just doing a deeper conversion so as you were mostly saying D in the modern day so we were just talking on tuesday about the fact that D isn't actually a medieval world so this just takes that a few steps farther which is using the rules of 5th edition D&D to play a modern setting. So, Nathan, you who have done no reading on the subject, how hard or easy do you think it'd be to use the 5th edition rules in a modern setting? Very, very... Actually, huh, yeah, there are certain elements that would need to be changed. Uh, the main things are armor and shit, unless you want everyone parading around in modern, like, in the modern setting, like, fucking medieval armor. Um, and I don't think uh, guns and stuff are as accounted for, like, you don't have such a wide range, the damage numbers aren't probably accurate to, uh, modern firearms, so and so forth. Well, that depends. So, there's a number of questions that you need to ask yourself before, like, just when you're planning a D&D modern game. So, mm-hmm. the biggest first question, magic. does magic exist? Please, no. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, again, there's not one solid answer to any of the questions, really, that I'm going to be posing here. But mm -hmm. that is absolutely the biggest. Because, again... I mean, it, it is a pretty fun idea. Like, personally, any RPG, like, um, tabletop RPG setting that involves the real world, I really, really just want to play a set, like, a setup with everyone playing themselves. And then the, the premise is that, <laughs> okay... Um, you wake up in this in this dark room, and then there's like a government official sitting at a table, be like in front of you. There's like you're chained to it and shit. And you're like, and then he explains enough plot to give you get you started or something stupid like that. And then it's like, oh, this is interesting because you're playing yourself, and then uh, it allows you to really get into shit. Hey Nathan. Yes. Did you forget about the time where we actually ourselves played uh -huh. a modern game as ourselves? I killed Caden. Oh yeah, that fucking stupid thing that we ran. You completely <laughs> forgot about the fact that we fucking did it ourselves! <laughs> Nathan! Uh, no, I mean, that was a half-ass thing I made up while we were waiting for someone. Nonetheless, okay. how hard was it rules-wise? Like, we, you were oh, able we to half-ass it! Any rules, but yeah. Right, but we were able to do it, and we played like, a kind of mini-session of just like... God damn it, just fucking Caden. And just me just tried to just what was it? Like I killed a soldier, stole his gun, and then immediately turned it on Caden and accepted my own retribution death from the other yeah. soldiers. <laughs> like it like it was just worth it for me to be the one to kill Caden. I I remember that. <laughs> and it was really easy to do. Like you who are not a master of the rules. Like, we were just fucking around and having fun, just narrating a series of events and doing a couple of roles to see if shit would actually work or not. And it was fine, because that's one of the beauties of just the system of 5e D&D. Like, you can just reskin things and just change the description of things, and that's fine. Like, if you want to just, you know, reskin like ranger into like soldier and just reflavor some of the abilities to have more like you know urban settings and just use other things it's not hard when in at afghanistan you have a bonus to your aim oh no i mean ugh. oh what's that ranger feature <laughs> favored terrain yeah uh. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, you find weird. it best fighting in urban areas and taking down civilians. <laughs> Preferred enemy, civilian. <laughs> oh boy. Okay, actually, um, I realize I'm uh skipping around a bit again. Yeah. Uh, there is one question that I want to ask before I go too much into the how, which is of okay. course why. Why okay. might you want to play D and D in a modern setting? It's fucking fun. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. I mean, like. Has anyone not had like? Has anyone not had have had that thing where you're like, okay, the um, th there are reasons, but uh, I need to fight my way out of this warehouse with uh, multiple goons attacking me. <laughs> I have, I have, all I have is this MP5. It's time to get out. It's like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, can, can you can you not see the cool coolness factor in that? And the just action the added movie bonus? fantasy. And yeah, and there's that added bonus where you can take yourself, which is a thing that you, you you yourself are, and then you can just insert him in there, and then put. You know how about those like self-insert characters? Well, this is the yeah. literal thing, and it's not even questionable because he has the exact same background as you. There's no nothing different about this world 
to yours. And that creates this really, really fun thing where you can be like, oh, I, I fought 15 guys, but then was gunned down by a man with a bazooka. <laughs> <laughs> so let me just throw out a couple of campaign ideas that I want to just get your take on. Mm -hmm. So option number one, there is no magic, but you're still using fifth edition rules and just playing in a modern setting. Mm -hmm. Is that something that you could have fun with? Yes, certainly. Um, I, I would love that. Here's the thing. I'm not completely adverse to having magic in such a setting. Just that it needs to be... We'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you too. Okay. So fine then. Let's go ahead and move right on to that then. Uh, okay. You're at least aware of the existence of Harry Potter. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I read all the books, Remy. Okay, good. So, in that case, imagine playing a D&D &D game where the muggles find out about the wizards and are not pleased. So magic exists, but is hidden, but it's otherwise a modern setting. Mm -hmm. So Harry Potter itself is modern fantasy. Modernish. So it's imagine a playing a fucking campaign where you can make the choice at the start of the campaign. Do you want to be a group of magic users? defending against the muggles do you want to play a group of muggles taking out those fucking wizards these fucking wizards I, I that'd love, be a I'm, great I'm, I'm, I'm campaign a sucker for that can you imagine you it's are. Like, <laughs> they're like oh shit okay guys all we have we need to set up the machine the, the machine gun but uh you gotta hold them off, okay? And then it's just like people sending fireballs your direction. I, I, are you sure this machine gun will really give us a significant tactical advantage? It's like, I, I guess, I'm not, I'm not 100% sure. So I've also talked a little bit in the past about different mm -hmm. ways that you can interpret hit points. So this is something that you could actually do a little more literally for that kind of campaign even. Because if we find out that there's actual magic in the world and that the people who have it are assholes and don't have our best interests in heart at all, mm -hmm. you would have an immediate boom in research against magic and in forms of anti-magic. So imagine then that you're dealing magic. with either, like, because actual anti-magic fields would probably be, like, a future thing that we haven't quite figured out, you know, by the time of this game, maybe. But imagine that we do figure out, like, magic-resistant materials. Mm -hmm. So then you can literally have your armor integrity basically be what your hit points actually means. That, like, you have armor that could resist, you know, 37 units of magic use, which oh, could then cool. be, oh, that's your hit points. Like, there are ways that you can interpret how it, this all works, or you could just not worry about that. This is just me being me. You know how I overthink things. But you can have a lot of fun ways to do this. Like, you can just go with, okay, yes, everyone has hit points, and we just go with, you know, rules as written and just not do it. But you can okay. make it literal, and I personally think that that's kind of fun. Because then you also have an explanation, well, why can't you just shoot a wizard? Well, because maybe a wizard's magic literally can protect them from X amount of force, where X is their hit points. Because wizards in Harry Potter are literally described as, like, bouncing when they're dropped out a window. So they are somewhat resistant to physical harm. Uh, taking it from a different perspective, wouldn't it be cool to, to have, like, um, you know, uh, historically, like, there's this trope where iron protects you from magic? Or, or like, yeah. it burns 
you know yeah in the midst uh, of the fae and all that yeah. yeah and stuff like that can you imagine like some some uh, magical like m- like super powerful magic versus like really really high-tech science bullshit that you only get because like it's a war and people are developing stuff incredibly fast it's like okay we have this uh, iron nano mesh that we can install into your clothes uh, need to make sure that this is on your person at all times. Otherwise, any magic that hits you hits you will likely kill you almost instantly. <laughs> you know that kind of shit. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, it's really cool. Ma- I mean, magic can kill a commoner pretty much instantly. But I mean, it's it's so much fun to think about that idea. Like, you can have that. But of course, like that so, uh, is just an obvious example because I'm a Harry Remy, Potter nerd. So another question. way to do that, though. I'm sorry. Yes, are guns statted out? Oh yeah, fifth edition has quite a number of guns. It, Any... it obviously does not have anywhere close to every variety of gun because there's literally multiple uh, okay. books just so are, listing the guns are, that exist. Are there um like online resources that contain every like a good majority of uh, certain gun types that people might be interested in? Um, just saying for a friend, right? <laughs> that you could possibly equip. Do you your... mean with D and D stats, or do you mean just like a list of D&D the types stats. of guns that exist? D&D I mean, stats. yeah, I mean, guns are listed in the Dungeon Master's Guide. They're there. I mean, they even have some explosives listed. So, and they also even go futuristic. Well, actually, uh, future we can talk about probably in its own episode because that's a, e. another fun thing to think about. But yeah, absolutely. There are like you have from like the flintlock all the way up to fucking machine guns are like there are actually quite a number of firearms that do exist. So, uh, in fact, you could also listen to uh, our episode on firearms for more yeah, information the best on that. Thing about D and D, you can imagine you're a you're, you're a high strength character, right? Uh-huh. And then you could you could do a strength roll to see if you could singly carry a minigun and try and fire it. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Uh, yeah. Because it's such a video game thing, yeah. but it's entirely impractical in real life. But if you if you very, get that strength roll, or you have a encounter. like strength limitation, and then you just carry oh, that man. fucker, and then <laughs> that'd be cool. I do want to just reiterate though, just in case. Like, I like the idea of overthinking things, but that's just how I'm wired. Uh, Regular listeners will know that by now. You don't have to do any of that. You can just stick with the D&D regular assumptions. Because again, hit points are a silly idea if you actually try applying logic to it. So just go with it that, okay, hit points exist, characters have abilities, that's that, that's Wait, Remy, I got a question. How, How many bullets can a normal character take? From a pistol. I mean, a commoner? Probably <laughs> one. Unless they're really lucky on the damage roll. <laughs> Which actually kind of checks out to how oh, guns work shit. if you like, hit someone. That, that's kind of interesting. Like, because then you can have, like, uh, I don't know if there's any, like, firearm skill or whatever, but I'm sure that you could figure out something where it's like, oh, you higher firearm skill, you're more likely to hit, and you just have that, like, as a modifier. We literally did an episode right? on this topic. Yeah, yeah, I've entirely forgotten it is. For so long ago, <sighs> you know, <laughs> fine, R- really cool. Yes. Well, all right. Anyway, uh, another just kind of fun campaign idea that I've thought about is actually something that you and I, Nathan, have talked about jokingly, actually quite a few times, which is what? suddenly magic. 
So we have our magic. world, oh, and yeah, now that. suddenly magic. Oh, so the, the like, we ourselves Remy. have talked about it. Like, <laughs> if we ourselves suddenly uh, got magic, what would we do? No, that, and that, just trying that's to think. Like, fucked, so wait. wait. <laughs> so if we ourselves have D and D style magic, how the hell do we get XP? Because even yeah. if you wanted to be a horrible person and start just killing people. Well, commoners don't exactly give a lot of XP. Right, like, so, like, what would you be able to do to actually level up? If I remember correctly, Remy would just beeline into the zoo and kill everything there. <laughs> Hold on. That would be the most efficient way to go about things. No, I would he not did say it with that's gl- the great best glee way. and joy. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get to kill the elephants. They're going to give me a lot of experience. I mean, they really would. I'm Elephant. gonna, oh, man, gonna so take a shotgun, shoot the giraffe in the neck. It's gonna split in two. Oh, it's gonna be really cool. Have any giraffes, unfortunately. Oh, yeah. I think elephant is the thing that would be the most actually like that the, I would have. Available. Elephants are fucking hard to kill, though. But if I have magic, because well. again, like it, it, the whole <laughs> premise is suddenly magic. So if I myself suddenly was a warlock with eldritch blast, I would absolutely. You know, go the spell but sniper. Man, can can build you imagine for myself? This? Like, I, I was just thinking about like just random modern shit that that just will be. Crazy. Can you imagine? Okay, you gotta travel to Europe, right? And then it's like they stop you. It's like you're not you're not allowed to bring your guns. <laughs> it's like, oh right, fuck. <laughs> I don't but, need but, guns. No, no, like it's one of those things. Imagine in the world without magic, and like you have all the D and D stuff, and for whatever reason you go to a certain place on the earth. But you, mm-hmm. you can't because you, you, you like you can't bring your normal weapons with you. Stuff that you might have invested a lot of coin in. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, that'd be also just really weird to suddenly just have magic items exist too. And magic guns, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, D and D actually does have an enchantment in Fifth Edition for auto re- like magically conjured and ammunition. Magically re- magical so, reloads. So actual like action movie style infinite <laughs> ammo guns like, are possible with D and D magic. Can, can you imagine it's like a thug yells at you? It's like what the fuck is that? You're, you're you're not reloading. You've been shooting at us. All my friends are dead. Stay away the frame away from me. I'm done. I'm leaving. Goodbye. And then he opens the door and leaves. <laughs> classic fuck you guys i'm going home (laughs) this is not fair in the slightest (laughs) i don't like you (laughs) oh boy so you know better than most that i'm kind of an asshole Mm -hmm. you also know that i'm weird when it comes to numbers Mm -hmm. would it surprise you to know that i've actually done the math and tried to figure out hey, do I think that I could actually get away with killing the elephants and what level would I be by that time? I am absolutely unsurprised by this. <laughs> yeah, so I figure that, okay, so if I can't, like, so if there are, like, four elephants, like, out and not in the back room, like, and if I, you know, were able to get to them, I would, of course, also have Mask of Many Faces invocation so that I could have myself disguised because, you know, invisibility would break if I cast a spell, so disguise is better, and it's not like, most other people would be able to see through my disguise at that point in time if it is suddenly magic. So I figure, okay, so if I can kill four elephants, that would be 4,400 XP, which would actually be able to get me all the way up to four and a good chunk of the way to five, which would also mean then that by level four, I'd be able to pick my pack boon. I'd be able to pick a feat or an ability score improvement at fourth level. So I'd actually be in pretty good shape at that point in time if I just go to the zoo and kill a few elephants. I'm, I'm just like right now thinking of like 
this really stupid thing, stupid setting, right? Doesn't use D and D classes, right? When suddenly magic, what happens is that everyone's assigned a class, so you can be a. Oh no. Okay, I'm a level two artist. That guy, he's a level three programmer. Well, that guy, he's a level, <laughs> a level one, uh, unemployed. <laughs> commoner commoner it's just like uh, oh, okay i mean it depends yeah, that'd be a kind of interesting so like let's just explore this idea of suddenly magic because i'll be honest sure. i really like this one personally like i absolutely have a bias for this one myself because mm -hmm. it's just a fun thought experiment if all of a sudden magic suddenly came to exist in our world how would the world react to that the short answer would be fucking nuts. Like people would mm -hmm. go in, like people would go mad with power. Like yeah. something that I like that I myself am very curious about. Like to use just superhero terminology, like what would be the percentage breakdown of heroes, villains, oh, man. rogues? Uh, realistically, even even the he heroes that do come out of it would only come out because it would benefit them somehow for vast majority of them. People are not good people, generally. Uh, see, speaking. that's the thing. As pessimistic as I am, and I am, I'm very curious. Because the thing is, I'm curious. How long would it take the government to try to organize like an official response and to actually organize like law enforcement, soldiers who gained cool access thing, to like magic? I really want that. Like, I really like that concept of like this mystical fighting force. Like think think the SAS, but they have guns <laughs> and magic. It's like okay. Yeah, that's a scary um, combination. I want you to um, use magic to lock this door, make it unpassable. We're gonna clear this building from here. Block all exits. Okay, now cast a magical shadow on this entire building okay we're going in boom <laughs> and then they go in everything's black but they can see through it like the kind actually of shit. they don't even have to blow up the door because depending on how high level they are at that point they might have just the spell fireball. stone shape to just oh, open shape. literally open a fucking wall into an opening oh that's badass like that, that's dandy cool magic thing, is right? really fucking versatile i i i love the because there's nothing cooler than having a like a special forces team and there's nothing cooler than having a magical special forces team <laughs> <laughs> that very well may be and again this is why i like this particular idea so much is that yes this is an option but it has so many variations and permutations like do you have people assemble into like superhero and villain teams does the government assemble a squad that becomes like as you put it magical sas like there are so like or do, do different parts of the world do all of these things and it's just a massively chaotic fucking mess and we have magical nukes i want that um ah <laughs> oh, shit i mean if you cast invisibility on a nuke that'd be fucking terrifying oh fuck it's like who 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 shot who sent that? We, Actually, we not to mention if you also figure like the unbreakable enchantment, so that even if a place has laser defenses, imagine again, stealth magic, aircraft, but actually it's invisible for good and for bad. <laughs> okay, like, so um, really no, no, wait, you know, like just random dumb shit would start appearing. Um, billionaire Elon Musk has uh, bought a invisible jet. <laughs> Well, actually, no, because oh. I don't think it'd take very long for assholes with mind control to do terrible things to the accessible rich people. Not just rich people, normal like, people. Mess Jeff Bezos signs way. over his fortune to random 22-year-old Californian. 
like well that's weird but it's it's all legally signed paperwork apparently so well okay. uh, we don't have laws for magic i guess so so that would also be a question like how long would it take how for the world to understand legislate? suddenly magic like to understand oh this is what happened like there is suddenly all of these new abilities and also Old of man. course okay actually one other very important question would be mm -hmm. do, do the people know like okay let me rephrase do you ever watch or or just see any zombie movie or tv show that has never heard of zombies like this is actually a pretty common trope that i'm not a big fan of which is the idea that in a lot of zombie movies they've never heard of zombies like right. that just wasn't a thing in their world so it's you know shock surprise danger to them so i actually appreciate no <laughs> when they do the opposite of that like there no, are some forms of media uh, no actually i realize what it is the rules of zombies it's because zombie movies have become such a um you know st standard thing that uh -huh. if you do do not have that additional exploration of somebody who has already um, seen these things and has like some personal idea of like okay they generally do this this fucks them up let me try not to do that you know uh -huh. that creates a lot more interesting things in terms of meta where you you're thinking some things and you're like don't do that stupid thing that everybody does it's like i'm not gonna do that stupid thing that everybody does and then you're like yes catharsis yeah. <laughs> yes appreciate smart people making smart choices <laughs> but again, so then for this world of suddenly magic, is it literally D&D magic in a world that has Dungeons and Dragons? So <laughs> again, so someone like me who suddenly got magic. It would do nothing for me, honestly. <laughs> but for me, though, for, so for me, who knows the advancement path, the options of D&D, mm -hmm. knows like the rules of leveling up and what is required for experience Remy, can you imagine coming across someone and it's like so what's your class well i'm a level 12 um i multi-classed into every single class i thought one level of idea. every class yeah i thought it was a good idea at the time um but uh i, I, I kind of suck at most things a bit sad but really <laughs> versatile <laughs> oh the downside though is that a lot of people don't get their features until second or third but, level but here's like the druid, funny thing somebody who second level here, here's the thing right imagine how many people end up just having that by just yeah, a jobs. lot a massive amount of people like if they do like get some slow trickle of experience just over you know whatever you know months or years in this timeline like, like that doesn't know like the op or would there suddenly be like a massive market for people like me to help people plan their their advancement uh, no mate that's just like this additional layer of education it's like okay here's how you optimize your personal growth yeah like imagine <laughs> like suddenly that has to be a lesson in school of like do children have the capacity to gain levels like actually this could be a question in any D actually that should be an episode just children in a dnd world that's going on the list uh, okay noting that down now okay but yeah, just thinking about, okay, like, do you suddenly have like a high school class or something that is like, these are the 13 classes you're able Mate, to accumulate I, I would love, through your life. I, I would love to have a magic class in schools, but everyone hates it because it's boring as shit. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah. so we got portals, we got fireballs and the stuff, but we all hate it. 
because boring magic as shit. is a force that is able to shape the energies of the multiverse to act at your command. You need to remember these inscriptions and do these hand signals every we single time. We now have the exactly. ability to quantify the energies of the universe to understand your advancement and your connection to the forces oh, of the arcane sir. and sir. Excuse divine. Excuse me, sir. Yes. May I go to the toilet? Cast the digitation. No. <laughs> 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 oh shit can you imagine if like snipers were taught that like specifically so that they could hold their positions a longer and have it be less shit or just imagine if they have a spotter skilled at illusion illusion magic to just completely fucking cover them it's like okay um let's have dinner and they sit down in like some yeah. extra dimensional area where it's just like this <laughs> nice room where they have all their equipment and shit ready to yes th there's a spell on. for that rope trick that does pretty much that. I mean, it'd be awesome in multiple ways. Can you imagine having teleportation magic at just yes. being able to go to work? On the other hand, how would governments feel about the existence of teleportation magic? It's like, okay, guys, this is the first thing we're going to be banning. You, we, we got to control the income of illegal immigrants. They're going to take all our jobs. It's going to teleport straight into the workplace, steal your jobs right from you, right underneath. They're going to steal your chairs. They're, yeah, they're, again, they're, though, think about just, like, Dimension Door alone, like, even before you get to the really high-level teleportation options. Like, fuck fences, you don't even need to be able to see past it for Dimension Door. <laughs> Can you imagine, there's a train service, they hire teleportation magic users, and it's just that guy standing there day yeah, in, day see, out. See, the, there's a bigger issue, though, which is teleportation circle. Right. Teleportation circle, if you know the sigils, can connect to any other teleportation circle. Universal so if you just had, purple. like, a couple dozen people pool their resources to, you know, hire someone to just make... You know what's a crazy thing? Even a temporary! Because do you, do you remember the rules of Teleportation Circle from that episode? Vaguely, which means no. <sighs> okay, so this is actually worth thinking about, because holy fuck is this, like, a world-changing thing. So Teleportation Circle only takes a minute to cast, 50 gold component cost... So 50 gold, so even, so let's assume that my math is right, because it is. So $5,000 of components. There are immigrants who are forced to pay way more than $5,000 to get themselves smuggled across a border. And what Teleportation Circle actually does is have a portal open for six seconds to any other circle. And that temporary version, you draw it on the ground, and that's pretty much it. So you can just make the fucking portal question, anywhere and everyone who can run through it in six seconds can get teleported to any other circle so if you made a permanent teleportation circle hidden somewhere in the u.s anyone in the fucking world that knew those sigils could just suddenly be here and that's Wait, Remy, Remy. fucking terrifying yes what so is there any way to have like this a connection from one point to another on the wall and stay stay on constantly to make a permanent portals? Yeah. Um, like rules as written. Not exactly. Okay. There are magic items, though, that are able to do, like, daily teleports pretty easily. Like the hell. No, because I was thinking, right, can you imagine a world? You're able to travel anywhere in the world in about, what, 
a couple uh, seconds or as long as it takes for you to travel to the place that can take you anywhere i mean something like teleportation circle like you walk through it and then you are in the other place yeah, i'm saying that most yeah. people probably wouldn't have that skill set and would pay for right you know, but that's services. what i'm saying like the component yeah. cost of it is relatively accessible Cheap, yeah. so if you had a a group of people and you plan to just have the group run like through. it would be very easy to make multiple services have it be very competitive it'd be great yeah but again like the the dangers of like smuggling is terrifying Yay. also like borders would become meaningless which to be fair i actually think would kind of be a good thing overall because borders oh, are dumb i i, I gotta say but... like imagine just people vanishing oh that'd be great it's just like oh Ooh, now you're in no, a slavery den yay haha <laughs> you fool yeah magic can be used for great and terrible things uh-huh, now you're in a slavery section <laughs> i mean i've mentioned before that there's a spell feeble mind that's one of my greatest horrors just the fact that you can just with a single cast spell just basically just completely mind wipe someone into infancy mentally speaking okay that sounds <laughs> like a really shit kink let's move on <laughs> uh okay you went way weird with that <laughs> Uh, that's even worse. Well, well. <laughs> uh, anyway, but the thing is, like, I I have trouble wrapping my brain around all of the ways. No, that, mate. That like, there's so many cool things that, like, imagine uh internet connection between continents with zero latency. That'd be fucking cool. Like, because like normally, like, if I'm playing an online game, I can only play on my my region servers without it being awful, right? But just imagine having that instant, you know, and just also just connection. The entire healthcare industry would collapse. Why the? Because magic healing. Oh, right. That was a thing. <laughs> yeah. Bye-bye cancer. Bye-bye diabetes. What, what would you do as a doctor, though? It's just like all the shit that you've learned is effectively kind of redundant and useless at this point for the most part. Because yeah, most D&D magic is going to be more effective. Like, sure, it's a black box and, yeah. and like... Like, See, like that's it's something I'd be curious about. Like, box, what would okay? Like, so still. this is one of the variables, though, for the suddenly magic world. How much? So how like is everyone just suddenly level one in a D and D class? Like, are there like still like one percent get magic and the rest are just still regular people? Or maybe you need to do something very specific, or something very specific needs to happen to you. Maybe. Maybe uh, you need to be born under uh, this. A sudden star. Maybe you need to be the seventh <laughs> son of a seventh son. Who knows? Oh, not a lot of magic people then. <laughs> Just the yeah, vast majority of them are living in the third world, uh, doing all sorts of miracles to help the people around them. Yeah, it, it, again, that's kind of the point that I'm trying to make here, is that we know our world because we live in it. We do. Imagining how magic would suddenly influence that Pretty it's cool. hard, but really fucking cool. And there is not one way that you could do this. Like, we've just thrown out, I don't even know how many ideas, like five, ten, I lost count. But, oh, man, it's just cool to think about. But also, I mentioned it just a second ago, but it does bear repeating. We know how our world works for the most part, because we live in it. So mm -hmm. playing in the setting that just is our world it's very... can be a lot easier for some yeah. Dungeon Masters who aren't as interested in the medieval-esque feel of The only difficult bit, I would say, is trying to bullshit certain aspects of the real world. For example, 
airport security. I'm not exactly sure what they're oh carrying. <laughs> you know, I I don't know the nitty gritty of that shit. Or what happens if there's a man with a gun in the airport? That doesn't happen normally. It's not really happened. So how mm-hmm. would that like? How would you know the procedure? So yeah, like, just, it's a what lot. would even be the procedures for someone with magic who just wants to fly? Yeah. Like, like okay, do we suddenly invent magic scanners? <laughs> There's a lot of questions that need to be asked, but those also, questions just, is there the fantasy are... trope of magic interfering with technology? Oh yeah, that is right. a trope in a lot of but, fantasy. But those, like all these things are like just interesting shit that adds to the setting. Really? Yeah, there are <laughs> an infinite number of wow, really? <laughs> how you can approach <laughs> such a subject. <laughs> what? <laughs> no. <laughs> So also, like we've been talking about how you like can adapt some rules and can reflavor some things, but like I mentioned, there are resources that exist to help you do so. So you can just go for, you know, the old D20 modern book, but there is also actually a more recent option. So Unearthed Arcana is playtest material for fifth and for fifth edition. However, it is a resource published by Wizards of the Coast. And Years ago, it was 2015, I want to say, there was an Unearthed Arcane article on modern magic, which has new spells, new rules, new subclasses, specifically for modern use of D&D. So even Wizards of the Coast has thought about how this could be done for 5th edition with a whole bunch of things. It's nine fucking pages of additional rules specifically for using modern D&D and how some of that stuff can be interpreted in like the modern era. So it has information on hacking. It has like a warlock subclass that like you get your magic from Ghost in the Machine. So there like the potential of with magic suddenly creating a rogue AI which is fucking awesome. Could you imagine playing... So you can play a D&D modern game that is your adventurers versus a digital entity that you are hunting down that can then just send all kinds of shit at you. So that actually will also take me to one very important consideration we haven't touched on near enough, which is your opponents. In a D&D modern game, what are your adventurers fighting against? Um... No idea, but I'm sure it'd be pretty fun. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, the basic bitch one would be, okay, um, you guys are the first people with magic abilities, and uh, the government wants to sl- slap you into a lab and uh, study you. So uh, you're, you're going to fight against uh, the gover- government that are trying to capture you and study you. Whoa. Yeah. That's a and- standard one. <laughs> and regardless of the tone you said that in, that could honestly be a really fun campaign if your players, like your, excuse me, just your characters rather, are just the first individuals in the world who have magic. So it is just you against the rest of humanity. That's pretty fucking cool. But then there are so many more ways you could choose to take things. So if you just to go the opposite side of the spectrum, if it is suddenly magic, Maybe the reason for suddenly magic is just some asshole on the other side of, you know, the multiverse opens a portal into our world 
Like maybe they themselves are trying to just like flee something and, you know, then they just make a portal that goes wrong. So then you have that kind of permanent portal that is slowly leaking magic into our world. And then that also means maybe you have creatures from the D&D world that are able to come through the portal. Maybe you also have just the magic itself start mutating our world to have magic of its own. And then you have suddenly dire creatures that like the military is trying to fight off that people who are suddenly gaining these incredible abilities and you just have that kind of slow mutation of magic like you can input like the stuff from D&D more bluntly into our world but like even you know without the portal example you could also just say maybe it is just some weird cosmic shit that happens so maybe we find out then that like our world had the potential for magic but it's only when like the world's population exceeds 10 billion that suddenly that massive presence of life begins the generation of a field of energy that people have decided to call magic because it is a source of extraordinary ability like you can bullshit all kinds of explanations for where this is coming from. And you can have it be, you know, people versus people, people versus like magic mutating things. You can have I... extra dimensional invasion could be a thing. I, I'm just saying I want this to be a plot point somewhere. If anyone ever decides to uh, run a campaign based on this, uh, make it so that at the end of the campaign, uh, like drop hints along the way, like, oh, you feel weak. And uh, at the end of the campaign is revealed, right, that like, Oh, you're, you're, you're eating away the years of your life. You've been eating every single time you cast Fireball. You've been losing a year of your life. Oh, boy. I mean, honestly, just consequences of magic could be a whole separate topic in its own right. So that also is going on the list now. Yeah. That's a good one. I mean, it's fun. <laughs> That's just because you're an asshole. Um, I am an asshole. <laughs> yeah, that, that wasn't a question. No, I was going to say I'm not an asshole, but that was like, I corrected myself. <laughs> but anyway in summary even though dungeons and dragons is typically depicted as a medieval-esque game it does not have to be you can have a lot of fun by using the fifth edition DD rules in a modern setting especially if you do go with my preferred idea suddenly magic kill all the elephants yay <laughs> Thanks for listening to this episode of Rifts and Rules. Please leave us a review and give us five stars on iTunes. Also, support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash riftwakepodcast. Tiers start as low as a dollar, and even that much really helps us out. Supporters get benefits such as behind-the-scenes content, early access to episodes, access to the monthly hangout where you'll be able to chat with the cast, and even input on Rifts and Rules topics. Find us on social media, on Twitter at Podcast, on Facebook as Riftwake, on Reddit, on the subreddit, r slash Podcast, and you can send us an email, riftwakepodcast at gmail.com. And that's it for today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.